station of the year with this SRN News update starting now. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. Tornadoes have slammed into an area around Arkansas's capital of Little Rock. Arkansas Emergency Management spokeswoman Latricia Woodford said there are reports of severe damage in parts of the state's capital region after the severe storms rolled through. We've had what is believed to be two tornadoes that have touched down here in the state of Arkansas, uh, specifically in the Little Rock area and the Jacksonville area. We are seeing that there is a good amount of damage. There are trees down and damage to structures. The twister tore first through neighborhoods in West Little Rock and shredded a small shopping center that included a Kroger grocery store. It then crossed the Arkansas River into North Little Rock and surrounding cities where widespread damage was reported to homes, businesses, and vehicles. Little Rock's main trauma center said Friday that it was expecting at least 15 to 20 patients. Reactions setting into the indictment of Donald Trump by a Manhattan grand jury. Former Attorney General Bill Barr says the district attorney doesn't have the evidence to get a conviction. I think the whole thing is a, is a very weak case, but it's going to it's hurt obviously, for the next two or three years. Trump will be formally arrested and arraigned next Tuesday in his hush money case, court officials said. The announcement promises the historic shocking scene of a former U.S. commander-in-chief forced to stand before a judge. The indictment against him remains sealed and the specific charges are not yet known. Reports say Trump is facing multiple charges of falsifying business records, including at least one felony offense in the indictment handed down against him by a New York grand jury. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 415 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. This special edition of Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Donatello School of Nursing, Shelley's Environmental, Cafe Positano, Topaz Clinical Research, Florida Door Solutions, Burn Fat Orlando, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, and Community Health Centers. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more sports talk on Blue Darter Sports Central coming up next. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. And happy Friday to everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful Friday afternoon on this beautiful day. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams is a program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka Blue Darter ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. Presented by Topical Topaz Clinical Research and sponsored by Community Health Centers of Central Florida, Florida Door Solutions, and Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and Burn Fat Orlando. We have a very special program for you this evening, and we'll tell you about it right now. Tonight, we are pleased to be joined on the show by members of the Apopka Pop Warner 14U National Championship football team. The guys captured the championship shortly before Christmas in December of 2022, and we are pleased to have them joining us as we highlight their outstanding national championship season. And tonight's special presentation is brought to you by three additional uh, sponsors, Shelley's Environmental Services, Donatello School of Nursing and Healthcare, and of course, Cafe Positano, and you'll be hearing more about all these great sponsors throughout the program tonight. In just a moment, we're going to go to a conversation I recorded earlier with Coach Rodney Washington. Coach Washington was the line coach, one of the assistant coaches and the line coach for the Apopka Pop Warner National Champions. I do need to let you know that we have spoken to, been in communication with Coach Jeff Robinson. He will not be able to join us tonight, but we'll look forward to catching up with him again soon. And, of course, he's joined us before on the show to talk about the National Champions. Later in the show, we look forward to being joined in an interview by Jamarcus Tanner, Jamarcus was an outstanding lineman on the team, and right now we're pleased to be joined in the studio by two of the Pop Warner National Champions. Xavier Payne is joining us, and Brandon Paul. Xavier and Brandon, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. 
Great to see you guys. We'll talk to these guys a little bit more in depth in a few minutes. But right now, we're going to go to the interview I recorded with uh, earlier with Coach Rodney Washington. But before we do that, I want to give you this word from our sponsors at Shelley's Environmental Services. You can feel good about having Shelley's experienced, licensed, insured team of ex- experts working for you. From Donatella School of Nursing. Donatella School of Nursing is accepting students for 2023 right now, and you can find out more at donatellonursing.com. Now let's go to our conversation with the assistant coach and the one of the assistant coaches and the line coach for the Apopka Pop Warner National Champions, Coach Rodney Washington. Right now we're speaking with Coach Rodney Washington. He was an assistant coach for the Apopka Pop Warner 14U National Champions. Coach Washington, it's great to catch up with you again, and thank you for joining us. Um, I'd like to ask you, first of all, um, you probably had a chance to reflect a little bit now. It's been a couple months. Can you share what was your favorite moment of this national championship season? Uh, good morning. Good morning. I'm happy to be here. Uh, yes, that's correct. You know, I really have had a time to kind of look back and see and just really review all the, the entire journey. And to that question, it, fortunately, there are so many that, uh, you know, I, I think back to our first game, that was a preseason game we played against the West Orlando Jags, and uh, that was a that was a huge game because they're in the Florida Elite uh, organization, and they're a top tier team over in that organization, and we're uh, a top tier top Warner team, you know, uh, and so we we were able to play them as you know in a preseason matchup. We were able to go over there and hold our own, and we shut them out and was driving, and uh, we kind of knew then that we had a, a really special team. Uh, but then I think back to the reason I came to Apopka was I remember hearing about losing to Pine Hills last year in a tight game and a close loss. And I, I remember we lost, we were put out of the playoffs, I think, by Leesburg. And I really wanted to come back and make sure that uh, we got got what we were supposed to get against those guys. So the first Pine Hills game was really one that I'll never forget because we were two nationally ranked teams. It was the last game of the season. Uh, we are at their house, and they were the defending national champions. And we met them, you know, and, and really went over there. They had a tremendous pregame where they had uh, their Trojan horse uh, come to the field. And we had all our guys with their masks on. And it was it was just a really an electric atmosphere. And we were able to go over there and really, really make a statement by putting a good uh, performance out and winning solidly uh, over there. Uh, you know, it's just – but I think about a lot of moments. Like, we, we, we dropped the game during the season to Jupiter. I had a chance to play them in. Uh, national semifinal really put it on, and that was another great moment. We uh, and I went in the national championship game against a kind of an all-star team from Arizona. That was there were a lot of good moments, but yeah, the, I, I would say it's kind of hard to pinpoint one. But those are some of the definitely some of the highlights that I know. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, obviously in a national championship season, you have a lot of a lot of great moments, and thank you for sharing some of the the real uh, special ones with us t- t- tonight. Friends, we're speaking with Coach Rodney Washington. He was an assistant coach on the Apopka Pop Warner 14U National Champions, the 2022 National Champions. They captured that national championship in December, shortly before Christmas of 2022. Now, a a similar question, uh, kind of an opposite question. Uh, Along the way, you know, of course, everybody who follows sports knows that uh, the road to a a championship, um, you know, it's not easy. Uh, was there ever a time of adversity that the team had to overcome to continue to pursue the path of making it to the national championship game? Uh, yeah, I kind of alluded to one uh, in one of my favorite moments was the the revenge game, if you if you want to call it that, over Jupiter in the national semifinals. But we did uh, in the regionals. We came up short against Jupiter by, I think, uh, one or two points, and we were actually driving to try to win that game and ran out of time. But I actually think that, that was something that our team really was able to respond to and overcome, and it drove them the rest of the way. Like every, you could see everyone be a lot more focused, and uh, they had another carrot again to really, really lock in. And we, from that point on, there was kind of no doubt. And if I were to give you another moment, it would have to be when uh, we played Pine Hills in the uh, in the Mid Florida Championship uh, two weeks after we went over to their house and beat them pretty good. So uh, we. We were down twenty-two to six in that game in the fourth quarter, and it was a late 
punt return, like with under about two minutes left, that gave us the lead, punt return for a touchdown, and on the ensuing kickoff. Uh, they weren't able to handle the kickoff, and we recovered it, and that kind of closed the game out. So those are two moments when, you know, you really had to look at it could all be over and just keep fighting, and, and our team did. Very exciting. Obviously sounds like a, a extremely exciting season. Um, just uh, great experiences for, for all involved, and it's great to have you joining us as, as we salute you and uh, the young men and, of course, your other coach, Coach Jeff Robinson, and the other coaches as well. Friends, we're speaking with Coach Rodney Washington. He's the an assistant coach for the Apopka Pop Warner 2022-14U National Champions. Now, Coach, I'd like to ask you, um, once again, you know, any team that wins a championship uh, obviously has some special, something special, um, and, you know, certainly that applies to a national championship, which you guys won. Can you share, from your perspective, what were some of the qualities that made this particular team, this uh, group of guys, special, uh, that they were able to, to achieve so much? Well, looking back at, at the season, and if you watch film, you'll notice, we if we didn't take over a game immediately, if even if the team did come out and they had some fight, by the second half, uh, most teams were just kind of succumbing to our conditioning and physicality. So we were undoubtedly the best conditioned team in the country and probably the most physical team in the country as well. Uh, these, these, these young men we had in this team, they had a tremendous work ethic. We had a, uh, a summer conditioning program, and we had a challenge called the Chase. And it's a grueling 40-minute workout that you have to complete. I mean, it's just constant constant movement, constant running. And we put them through it through that summer heat, and they, uh, they handled it. Another thing that we had this year was, you know, I'm not sure if any of your listeners were, are familiar with 110-yard sprints. But we had uh, all of our players had to complete a running test this, this year that we introduced of 16 110-yard sprints in a certain amount of time. Um, so that alone is kind of a college-level requirement. And what happened, we did it during the summer, and we carried it over to the season. So during the season, our players actually running 16 110-yard sprints at the beginning of practice. You know, So we can really get you fatigued and force you to focus. And I think that showed in the game. Uh, a couple other things. Really talented team. I mean, we have a lot of guys on this team with NFL DNA, have a lot of uh, guys on this team that are special, special athletes and special players. And last but not least, they were just great young men. I told them from the first time I met them that I would treat them like young men, and it was an honor to coach them. And they carried that all the way through the season. So those would be the qualities that I really, I really you know, put together a championship team. Coach. Rodney Washington, assistant coach for the uh, Pop Pop Warner 2022-14U National Champions. Thank you for sharing such uh, wonderful insights, great insights with us. Coach Rodney Washington, friends, hope you're joined this special program on Blue Darter Sports Central as we highlight our Apopka Blue Darter Pop Warner 14U National Championship team. We're now joined by Joe Ferraro in the studio, and you'll hear more from Joe when we come back from this next break. Also, we'll be joined uh, by Brandon Paul and Xavier Payne, two of the outstanding players on the national champions when we return. Before we go to break, though, I want to let you know that tonight's special broadcast highlighting our Pop Warner national champions is supported by Shelley's Environmental Services. You can feel good about have sh- having Shelley's experience, licensed, insured team of experts working for you. And by Florida Door Solutions, the, the ball players and the dedicated coaches, the high school and the youth sports ball players you hear on Blue Dollar Sports Central and their dedicated coaches are supported by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And I want to give a shout-out to Donatello School of Nursing, sponsoring tonight's program. Donatello School of Nursing is accepting students for 2023 right now. And you can find out more at DonatelloNursing.com. That's DonatelloNursing.com. Well, friends, we'll be right back with more with the uh, Popka Blue Darter 14U Pop Warner National Football Champions when we return. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
This special edition of Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Donatello School of Nursing, Shelley's Environmental, Cafe Positano, Topaz Clinical Research, Florida Door Solutions, Burn Fat Orlando, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, and Community Health Centers. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more sports talk on Blue Darter Sports Central coming up next. Donatello School of Nursing and Healthcare is pleased to sponsor tonight's program highlighting the Apopka Pop Warner Football 14U National Champions. Donatello School of Nursing is also pleased to announce that enrollment is now open. Donatello School of Nursing is now accepting students for 2023 in the areas of study of practical nursing, home health aid, and CPR. Located 1414 East Cimarron Boulevard, Apopka. Chat with them today at 407-703-5814 or visit Don. DonatelloNursing.com. Shelley's Environmental Services is pleased to sponsor tonight's program, highlighting the Apopka Pop Warner 14U National Championship football team. Shelley's Environmental Services is your local family-owned septic tank company, serving Orange, Lake, and Seminole County since 1985. You can feel good about having Shelley's experienced team of licensed, insured, and state-certified experts working for you. Find out more at Shelley'sSeptictanks.com. Shelley's salutes the Apopka Blue Darter Pop Warner National Champions. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for Central Florida, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. And they are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offers Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Cafe Positano is pleased to salute the Apopka Pop Warner 14U National Championship football team. Cafe Positano, located in the Hunt Club area of Apopka, Altamont Springs. It's the perfect place to celebrate the joys of another championship season or to just relax in the comfortable atmosphere of an authentic Mediterranean cafe while enjoying delicious classic Italian dishes, appetizers, and desserts with your close friends. Make your reservation today, 407-774-8080, or visit CafePositanos.com. Topaz Clinical Research in Apopka is enrolling patients in clinical trials. Insurance not required, and you are paid for your time and travel. Visit them at topazclinicresearch.com, or you can call them at 407-703-4342. And if you are 50 years or older, you qualify for a free memory screen. Call today. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. Go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you on a beautiful Friday evening throughout Central Florida. And we are highlighting and celebrating a huge achievement and we are speaking with members of the Popka Blue Darter Pop Warner 14U National Championship football team. The guys captured the national championship in late December just before Christmas and we're pleased to be having some of them join us on the show tonight. Also we of course we heard from assistant coach coach Rodney Washington a little bit later. We'll hear from Jamarcus Tanner but right now, we're pleased to be joined in the studio by Xavier Payne. 
and by Brandon Paul. We'll go to those guys in just a moment. Of course, Joe Ferrari was joining us as well. Of course, Blue Daughter Sports Central is sponsored by Community Health Centers of Central Florida and by Topaz Clinical Research. I also want to give you this word from our special sponsors tonight, sponsoring tonight's program, Donatello School of Nursing. Donatello School of Nursing wants you to know that they are accepting students for 2023 right now. And you can find out more at DonatelloNursing.com. That's DonatelloNursing.com. And by Shelley's Environmental Services. You can feel good about having Shelley's experienced, licensed, insured team of experts working for you. Now let's go to Xavier Payne and Brandon Paul. And guys, you know, I'm sure when uh, Coach Rodney Washington, when you heard the comments that he was making, it brought back some memories for you guys. I'll go first to Xavier Payne. Xavier, can you talk about your favorite moment? And I'm sure it was a season of a lot of favorite moments, obviously, but what was your favorite moment of the national championship season? Um, My favorite moment was probably uh, him bringing up, it did bring back some memories, um, the last game of the regular season against Pine Hills. That, before the game, as he described it, electric atmosphere was by far probably my favorite. And then walking out um, of the tunnel of the national championship game, seeing all uh, my family and everybody there to support all of us was probably my favorite part. Yeah, a memory of a lifetime, absolutely. Let's go to Brandon Paul. Brandon, thank you for being here. And can you talk about uh, what was your favorite moment of the season? Um, my favorite moment would probably be when we won nationals because it felt like unreal, like playing in a stadium like Camping World Stadium and all our fans is Life's going crazy. It just felt like a really good experience. Now I'd like to follow that up with, you know, that's a game of a huge magnitude. Obviously, it's even the kind of um, an event that even guy people that play a lot of sports never even had the opportunity to play in. Um, how did how did you guys uh, handle it with such poise? What were the keys for you to to, to play well under those uh, circumstances and, and to get the win? Let's start um, with Xavier. Um, for me, I kept it in my head like. Coach Washington told us all season, we are young men, and we need to treat every moment like we had been there before, and it is just natural to us. So, And we, had, all season, we came in with the mentality that we are going to win national championship. So for me, it was just another day in the office, almost. Like, it was awesome winning, it, don't get me wrong, but it was still, like, just another day. Like, for me, it was the next thing now. Right after that, the next day, I was focused on high school football. Let's go to Brandon Paul. Brandon, you know, what what are your thoughts on how you guys were able to, you know, just to play with such poise and um, d- during the national championship game with that kind of emotion? Yeah, like like he said, Coach Raw, he kind of kind of like taught us through to handle situations like that, and it just felt like normal, like a, a normal game, because we were we came in because he didn't know that we were gonna win. Not to be cocky, but we just knew we had the the talent. To, to be in the big stage, and that kind of leads to a next question, and um, and we'll go. We'll stay with with Brandon, Brandon Paul. Now that you've had this, you know, a lot, a lot of success, tremendous success this early in your in your life and your football career. Do you plan to keep playing football? And if so, what are some of your goals? Yeah, I plan on yeah, I'm playing through high school. I kind of want to make it into college football, hopefully, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep playing football throughout my life. And, and how about you, Xavier Payne? Um, since I was about six, I've wanted to play in the NFL. So whatever steps come in between that, those are the steps that happen. Because I know everybody's route is different. Whether you go to college for free or you don't, you take a JUCO route and you go. It doesn't matter. I just want to get there. And I had a chance to speak with Xavier a little bit, Xavier Payne a little bit before the show. And Xavier, you were sharing with me, and I asked you how you got started playing football because you know, one of the laments I hear from parents and from adults um, and even other, other young people is that a lot of young people today aren't active in sports, don't even have the desire. They're you know, clustered in their home uh, on their computer or their phone. Um, how, did, how did you get started uh, playing football and why? Um, I was four, and I didn't really, like, I didn't really watch the game. I didn't really have any interest in it. But when my mom came home one night and told me that she signed me up for football, I was ecstatic. I don't know why. Just was really happy, and I want. And 
ever since that first practice, that first game, it just never stopped. My love for the game is just unending. And I salute to you, salute so, to your mom too. I think that that's uh, you know, the, the role of parental leadership is um, you know r- r- really not, not to be uh, overlooked. And I Joe Ferraro has a comment. I find that really surprising. You know, you're just sitting there relaxing, and all of a sudden, mom comes in. Oh, by the way, I signed you up for football. I yeah. mean, that had to come out of left field. I mean, not to use a baseball analogy. Um, it was it was kind of shocking, but like I said, I was ecstatic. So I didn't. It wasn't really shocking. I was I was a hyper kid. I wanted to do something, and I looked at that as a way to get that's out and do cool. something. That's pretty cool. That's good thinking on your mom's part. Most no, definitely, no, absolutely. And actually, not to go off on this tangent, but I had a very similar experience. The first my first experience playing on a team, except I wasn't as as enthusiastic as <laughs> very was. But you know what? I saw myself sitting in a dugout <laughs> anyway. But but yeah, the the role of of parental leadership is not to be underestimated. Definitely. And, and thank you for sharing that with us. And of course. that's cool. That really is. And guys, uh, we've got a break coming up in a you know a few minutes here. But I tell you, like that, something it's hard to talk about yourself. I know, um, so I'm going to ask you guys uh, to talk about each other, and we'll go go back to Xavier Payne. Uh, Tell us a little bit about uh, Brandon Paul, about the position he plays and, and, and his role on the team. Um, Brandon, he was the guy when we needed some a stop on defense. He was the one that coach was going to send in, and he was going to send him off the edge, and he was going to make a big play for us, whether it was sacking the quarterback or getting a big momentum-shifting tackle for loss. Um, he was just kind of that guy in that sense. Um, he started at the end. He wasn't really feeling it. And he, we moved him to outside linebacker, and we just moved him up almost to the line, almost ran like a five-man front, and just sent him off the edge, and he just he just got there. Great. Brandon, can you talk about talk a little bit about yourself and then tell us about Xavier? Yeah, I played like – at first I started playing middle linebacker, then I got moved outside because they found I can be versatile and do more than just what a middle linebacker does. And whenever they needed some a big sack or something, they would just send me on the on the edge, and I'll just get it. And you, I think that uh, that gives me insight into your coaches as well, because uh, it's obvious that the coaches are aware of of the special talents you guys have, and yeah. and and do a good job of putting you in the right positions. That and was the biggest part. One of the biggest things that led us to it, like. Coach didn't give a damn what position we wanted to play. Like, I didn't want to play center, but it was what it was best for the team. And he was like, I don't care. Just do what we need you do to the do. Job, like, yeah. I know what you're going to be good at, so listen to me. I've been, He's been doing it for the longest. And all of us buying into the system is what got us where we got. Great insights. And, and uh, Brandon, Paul, what can you tell us about Xavier Payne and his role on the team? He played a big role on the old line. He's probably one of our best blockers. For like a team that we went against that had good D linemen or really bigger kids, but he played more than more than just like he played center and guard and tight end. He played everything. It was a big role. And I'd like to pick that up, Xavier. We got about a minute, and um, before we go to the next break, talk about about that as well, because as we were talking before the show, you played a variety of different positions, both on the offensive and defensive line. Um, mm-hmm. how, how did you like how did you like that and, and what was it like to you know to, to to play that many roles on the team? Um I found a sense of almost like leadership with it, just being that versatile. I felt like I almost like deserved a leadership almost role because like I, I feel like I worked for it by learning so many different roles and so many different techniques and everything I had to do because I had to learn defensive tackle, D end, like I said, center, I had to learn how to s- snap the ball. And um, right, I learned how to play tackle and guard all in one. Um, yeah. No, and, and of course that's uh, and the core of leadership is leading by example, and that's obviously what you were doing by your play on the field. Well, friends, we're going to go to our next break. When we come back, we'll continue to highlight the Apopka Blue Darter 14U National Championship Team, Pop Warner National Championship Team on Blue Darter Sports Central, and. I'll, of course, I want to remind you that our program tonight is support, supported by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic, and let you know they've been voted best chiropractor now 16 years in a row. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
This special edition of Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Donatello School of Nursing, Shelley's Environmental, Cafe Positano, Topaz Clinical Research, Florida Door Solutions, Burn Fat Orlando, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, and Community Health Centers. Don't go away, St. Germain. Don't go away. More great sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. Ho, ho, ho. So, Jerry, nice job on the garage door. Oh, thanks, Santa. All it took was just one phone call. I called Florida Door Solutions. Well, now that it's a new year, we'll have a little time on our hands. <laughs> what if they can fix the garage door at our summer home? Florida Door Solutions? <laughs> Duh. It's time to get smart with your garage door opener from Florida Door Solutions. Featuring LiftMaster with built-in Wi-Fi that connects to MyQ. It works from multiple devices, plus adapts to home security cameras. You can even check your door status from work. It's a smart way to go. Florida Door Solutions handles all the top brands from Clope, LiftMaster, Overhead Door, and more. And they've got the reputation for doing the job right the first time, providing doors and openers to some of the biggest projects in Central Florida. Oh, finally, now I can get the jet ski out. <laughs> out, out on the water. Florida Door Solutions. That's the call to make. Call 866-FLA-DOOR or online at FLADOOR.com. All right, joining us in studio is Derek, president of Thompson Jewelers. I've got two great locations here in Central Florida. Now, Derek, glad to see you today. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing, Pete? I'm doing great. But you know what? There's a one big question that I've had, and I know Central Florida has. How can a small jewelry company match or beat the price of the diamond centers and, and the big box stores and the big chain stores? How do you do it? Pete, we've had the buying power of the largest jewelry companies in America, yet the overhead of a small company. We can pass those savings on to you. So we we can offer prices that no other jewelry store can match. So you don't have the markup that other jewelry stores do have. We can buy at the same price as big companies can buy at, and we can pass those savings on to our customers. Stop paying high prices and high markup for gold and diamond jewelry. So where is Thompson Jewelers? Our first store is in Orlando at Bummy and Colonial next to the Old Navy. Our second store is on 192, the Kissimmee St. Cloud area right next to Hobby Lobby. Great prices, great selection. You'll love it. We love to see you. Like many others, year after year, you promised yourself you'd lose weight and get healthy. Well, how's that work for you? Oh, it hasn't? Then call Burn Fat Orlando now. Home of the Step on the Scale Money Back Guarantee. 855-889-8446. You have nothing to lose but the weight. No drugs, no prepackaged foods, and no exercise. Come on, let's go. Call 855-889-8446 now. And now get your personalized program at 50% off. 855-889-8446. At Burn Fat Orlando, we want to see less of you. You have heard Blue Book Service Center is the best place to service your vehicle and save money and get it repaired correctly. With hyperinflation pricing upon us and continuing to rise, don't procrastinate. Go to Blue Book Service Center for all your repairs. Call Ron or Dave at 407-321-0741. The answer is everywhere you are. With the mobile app, TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Your conservative values loud and clear. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. This is a special encore presentation. This is a pre-recorded show. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams, sponsored by Community Health Centers of Central Florida and by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic and Burn Fat Orlando. It's great to be with you here as we are headed, rapidly headed into Christmas weekend. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve and then Sunday, Christmas Day, as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and celebrate throughout America. And it's especially a special thrill for me to be with you tonight. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you on this very special weekend. I hope you've enjoyed it. We get a little bit different show tonight. We, um, of course, in addition to covering a popular Blue Daughter High School Athletics, we also, from time to time, talk about other sports topics as well. And, of course, one of the major topics in sports in America literally was the death this week, the unexpected death of NFL Hall of Famer and legend Franco Harris of the Pittsburgh Steelers and, of course, Penn State University in his college days. And, uh, ironically, uh, this unex- his unex- unexpected passing took place just days before the anniversary of the 50th anniversary of his immaculate reception play, one of the most dramatic plays in NFL history, in football history. Um, and in fact, today is the anniversary uh, of the immaculate reception 50, 50 years ago. And that was going to be 
got celebrated and will still be celebrated in a big event this weekend orchestrated by the Steelers and by the NFL. And sadly, Franco passed away just days before he was going to be celebrated on the 50th anniversary of his extraordinary play. And we just spoke with his teammate and actual backfield mate, Rocky Blyer, um, about the life of, and the career of Franco Harris and, of course, the man on and off the field. And, of course, we were fortunate enough that Rocky was able to share a little bit with us about the Pittsburgh Steelers um, culture of those four Super Bowl champions, Pittsburgh Steelers, as well. So, uh, But right now we're going to shift back into a pop-up Blue Darter Athletics, specifically the aftermath of the state championship game last Saturday evening. Of course, you heard it right here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and on the Answer Orlando app, which was literally, I can't think of a scenario that was would be more heartbreaking uh, than the 16-13 to 13 loss, overtime loss, to Miami Columbus. And we'll kind of talk about the um, the game here, with kind of the post-game, if you will, uh, today on Blue Daughter Sports Central. And I want to remind you, of course, that Blue Daughter Sports Central is the program that highlights outstanding stories of achievement and uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka Blue Daughter ball players, coaches, and alumni. Today, our primary focus will be um, kind of a post-game wrap-up, a report of the state championship game versus Miami Columbus, which was a 16-13 to loss in overtime. And... You know, I guess I'm trying to try to try to think of the positives. There are a lot of positives, and I think that's the way to look at this is is to look at it from a positive point of view. Obviously, without saying, you know, any loss hurts. Um, a loss a loss in overtime in the state championship game hurts more than than most losses. It's about about the most painful kind of loss that you can have. Uh, especially when you had a you know, chance to kick the winning field goal on the last, a short one on the last play of the game, which was unfortunately blocked. But obviously, assuming that and understanding that that's the uh, the situation. Personally, I come away with with numerous positives. First of all, it's it's an honor for any team on any level to play in their state championship game. Um, this was the seventh for a pocket. Uh, the team played very well in the game. I didn't share this before the game, but uh, based on what I learned and knew about Miami Columbus, especially about Miami Columbus this year, and I know probably more about them than than a lot of teams in the state because I've essentially followed them from afar for at least two or three decades, if not more. Uh, They've been one of the elite high school football programs in the state of Florida for literally 30, 40 years, if not more. They're a private uh, Catholic school in Dade County. Um, and have um, this is the, actually the third time that a pop has played Miami Columbus, uh, Christopher Columbus, in a state championship game. We won in 2014, uh, lost on the last second once <laughs> in 2019 in a game that was just you know to be brutally frank was just completely given away, um, and then then lost this one um, uh, in overtime to Miami Columbus. So anyway, they're they're a you know a, a top quality promo program from Dade County with a tremendous amount of success and tremendous amount of alumni alumni support. Uh, just uh, you know, as point of reference, that's where uh, Don Shula's uh, kids, uh, you know, boys, went to Miami Columbus. Uh, David and, and Mike Shula. The Bonacani boys, Mark and Nick Bonacani Jr., went to Miami Columbus. Uh, Brian Greasy, alumni of Miami Columbus. So a lot of the Miami Dolphins players chose to send their, their, their kids there. Mario Cristobal. The head football coach at the, of the Miami Hurricanes was a Columbus grad, so that that's the that's that's the people we were playing basically, you know. And they've got a long-standing history and culture of football success, just like a popka does. They're a private school; we're a public school. Um, they're from the big town, Miami. We're from the small town. Um, so a lot a lot of interesting dynamics going into the game. But the point I was going to get to is that having you know, you know studied uh, Miami Columbus uh, as much as I was able to. I was very concerned whether we would even be able to stay with them. I mean, and, and of course, I, as some of you know, I generally have a more of a pessimistic uh, point of view going into games, and that's that's largely by design. Uh, the way that I would describe that to you is that uh, a, a quote from Benjamin Franklin, and Benjamin Franklin said that uh, he has ten, tends to take a pessimistic view uh, of the future of things coming up because 
the optimist uh, goes through life being constantly disappointed. The the pessimist the pessimist goes through life often being um you know um, pleasantly surprised. And so that's kind of the the mindset that I choose. And but having said that, they had a very dynamic passing game. Their quarterback threw for over twenty five hundred yards on the season, threw for thirty five touchdowns on the season, and that's just literally a mind boggling number for a high school quarterback, um, Mendoza. And um, and, and they had four receivers that had over 24 receptions. That's that's a large number for a high school uh, program, even for a passing team. Plus, they had a tight end who uh, was utilized effectively as well during the season. So, um, And they had a, a, a running back who uh, was a 1,000-yard rusher, and his father was a, a great player at Michigan State. So, so we were dealing with a, a team that had an explosive, well-known for their explosive, high-powered offense, and I was concerned as to whether we could have st- stay with that, slow down that high-powered offense, or even um, you know even slow it down, much less stop it. Well, one of the the aspects of the game was you know shut, essentially shut down that high-powered offense. Uh, you know, Columbus had uh, you know, uh, was it um, ten points at the end of regulation? It was ten to ten. They hit one uh, you know nice touchdown pass, catch and run. Uh, and that was it. So, um, you know, and that's one of the things that's once again, to a certain extent, maybe positive, but also, uh, you know, heart wrenching, gut wrenching is the fact that the things that we even talked about this on the pregame show and even on this show uh, that Apopka was going to need to do to win the game, uh, we we did. <laughs> the guys did. Uh, one, first of, of which was to slow down this high-powered passing game of Miami Col- Christopher Columbus. Um, didn't even expect to fully stop it, just hoping to slow it down. Make sure that they didn't get big chunks of yardage on short passes into the flat. Make sure that our, our defensive backs, our DBs, tackled uh, effectively um, when they're one-on-one out on an island in the flats. And, and all those things happened. Uh, also, the other key thing, crucial thing, was to be able to, to keep the Miami Columbus offense off the field uh, by maintaining ball control, by being able to move the ball effectively, primarily on the ground, to make multiple first downs, to make two, three, four, five first downs at a time, um, eat up big chunks of the clock, keeping the, the high-powered Miami uh, Columbus passing game on the bench and off the field, and Apopka did that in this game. They did it in spades. Did it you know, beyond, I think, anybody's wildest dreams. Uh, outrushed Miami Columbus dramatically. Had more total yards. Maintained the football throughout large chunks of the game. Um, moved the ball very effectively in the running game. Had some success with with the passes. So anyway, it, it, it's, 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 it's painfully ironic <laughs> that the Blue Darters were able to do the the two or three most basic things that were going to be necessary to have a chance to get the win, uh, slow down, um, even stop uh, the high-powered Columbus passing game, which they did, um, be able to move the ball, run the ball, move the ball effectively on the ground, which they did, uh, put together two, three, uh, four first downs at a time, uh, eat up huge chunks of the of the clock, which they did, and still come away uh, with a loss. Um, wind up even even operating the game plan so successfully that Apopka had uh, you know, significantly more total yards than Miami Columbus and significantly more uh, rushing yards. Even held Columbus to something like forty something yards rushing, which is which is you know almost unheard of uh, against a really really good team. Um, slowed down dramatically the passing of, of the, the, the high-powered passing attack and quarterback Mendelsa Got a great pass rush throughout consistently throughout the game. All those things happened, and um, sadly, due to just two, mainly two factors. One, uh, we did uncharacteristically have three fumble four times, lost three of them. Uh, at least two of those, and I don't remember the third one, at least two of them were deep in Miami-Columbus territory, uh, and came after we'd been moving the ball effectively down the field, and so those losing the three fumbles was crucial. Uh, one of the fumbles right before halftime uh, gave Columbus an opp- the ball and, and an opportunity, which they took advantage of to get points. They kicked a, a field goal in the last play of the first half, um, so 
anyway, three three turnovers is going to hurt you. Three losing three fumbles is going to hurt you in any case, and and it definitely hurt a Popkin. And then having two uh, short field goals blocked was really the <laughs> the difference in the game. We're going to take a quick break. We'll right back uh, on Blue Dart Sports Central with our post game review of Apopka versus Miami Columbus. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Dora Solutions, Topaz Clinical Research, and Burn Fat Orlando, Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Don't go away. More great sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. Right at Home Furniture makes it easy to outfit your holiday home because you can buy off the floor and have it delivered immediately. They provide the personal touch that's so hard to find at the big box stores. Come see their intimate and elegant store combined with a vast selection of contemporary brands. You can impress your guests with a luxurious home without spending luxury prices. Visit Right at Home Furniture today in Altamont Springs. That's rightathomefurniture.com. Sail with American Queen Voyages in North America's mighty rivers, great lakes, oceans, and expeditions to the wild of Alaska. Call 844-744-0794 or contact your travel professional. The answer is everywhere you are. With the mobile app, TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Your conservative values loud and clear. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. This is a special encore presentation. This is a pre-recorded show. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central, the program that highlights uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka Blue Darter ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. And with Roger Franklin Williams, and it's great to be with you as we ease into Christmas weekend 2022. Which want to wish every one of you a, a blessed, happy Christmas and a happy New Year. And I want to thank you for joining us throughout the year and especially joining us tonight on this special evening and this special program as we celebrate the joys of the birth of Jesus Christ. Hope you enjoyed our first half of the show. It was a little bit uh, different, of course, as we said before. In addition to talking to Blue Darter Sports, we talk other sports as well. Sometimes we talk about other schools and outstanding players and coaches from other schools. And today we had the opportunity to kind of the sad opportunity to talk about the some uh, share with you a little bit about the life and career of NFL Hall of Famer Franco Harris of the Pittsburgh Steelers with his teammate and backfield mate Rocky Blyer, who in his own way is a legend uh, in his of his own. Uh, in addition to the four Super Bowl rings as a starting running back with the Steelers that Rocky Blyer has. Of course, he was a combat-wounded, decorated combat-wounded veteran in Vietnam, and the story of his dramatic comeback uh, to make the Steelers and have the career that he had is documented in the movie and in the book, Fighting Back, the Rocky Blyer story. And it was great to have Rocky Blyer join us and talk about uh, you know, his friend, his teammate, uh, Franco Harris and gave some great insights into the character of the man, uh, both on the field, the, the, the type of career, the type of player he was on the field and the character of the man off the field, both during his playing career and after. And of course, as you know, as we talked about, this is, and as you probably know by now, um, 
because it's a big topic of conversation in the sports media. This is the 50th anniversary of Franco Harris' immaculate reception against the then Oakland Raiders in that very dramatic ending of that playoff game and literally one of the most, if not the most, well-known and dramatic play in NFL history. Um, so we were had a, it's great to be able to share that with about that with you with, with somebody who was uh, you know, right there you know, observing Rocky Blyer, uh, Franco Harris's teammate, Rocky Blyer. But right now we're going to finish, continue with our, I guess, post-game wrap-up of the Apopka Blue Darter football season. And then in our, in our last segment, we talked about the specifics of the state championship game versus Miami-Columbus. Uh, basically, the, the very short story. It's very, very simple and basic. Popka played very, very well. Uh, I would say, I would, you know, I'll just have to be brutally honest and say they exceeded our my expectations, especially on offense uh, in the game that they played. Exceeded my expectations on defense, and I had very high expectations on defense. Did the about the three basic, three or four basic things that were needed to have a chance to win the game or win the game. Um, slow down. In fact, they shut down essentially Miami Columbus high powered passing attack, which they did. Be able to move the ball effectively on offense, especially on the ground. Uh, eat up, uh, put first downs together, keep our defense off the field, keep their offense off the field. Um, we're able to do that in, you know, in, in, in huge fashion to dramatically outrushed Miami Columbus. Uh, was able to get a good pass. You know, we needed to get a good pass rush on Mendoza, the outstanding quarterback for the Explorers. We're able to do that. Um, and, and play well on the line of scrimmage, so offensive and defensive line of scrimmage. Accomplish that. <laughs> Pop accomplished all the main main things they need to do to get the win, and sadly still came away with a thirteen to not sixteen to thirteen loss in overtime, mainly for two reasons: one, three lost fumbles, two deep in Columbus territory, one that um, Columbus was able to get three points off of, and then, and the biggest reason was two blocked field goals. And those were field goals where the line of scrimmage on those field goals was the five-yard line. Those were 22-yard field goals right in front of the goalpost uh, that were blocked. So that's what resulted in a 16-13 loss. Once again, the big picture from my perspective is outstanding season, season that exceeded dramatically exceeded expectations, uh, numerous outstanding victories, at least five victories, as we've talked about off the top of my head, that were come from behind victories over really, really good teams. Several of those on the road. Uh, victory over Sanford Seminole on literally a last-second field goal, which, um, as I've said before, was literally the one of the most dramatic games I have ever witnessed on any level. Um, dramatic comeback on the road in the playoffs in the state semifinal game at Palm Beach Central, down 21-6 to late. In the game, ended up winning twenty-seven to twenty-four. So it was, it was a see. That's what I'm going to focus on, and um, is a season of tremendous achievement, tremendous victories, exciting victories, um, and and a very uh, well played state championship game against a very quality opponent, an elite opponent. Um, it's no disgrace to lose a state championship game sixteen to thirteen in overtime, um, no matter what kind of mistakes you make during the game. Uh, so that's uh, my wrap up on this on the season from a team perspective. There are several players I want to mention specifically, and just being an old school guy and a coach myself, um, I, I, I strongly prefer to promote team over individuals, and that's why we probably don't uh, talk as much as we do, uh, or that's why we don't talk as much as we do, or at least I don't, about individual players during the season, because I think the most main focus should be on the team, and I certainly know just you know, from observing the game for decades, uh, it's easy to overhype players as well, especially when players start to get some publicity in the first place. So don't really talk a whole lot about individual players during the season. Now the season's over, there's some individual players I definitely want to talk about. Um, Kaven Call, defensive end for Apopka, and that doesn't even begin to tell the story. One of the most highly recruited players in the country, he's committed to UCF, uh, recently awarded the player of the defensive player of the year by the Orlando Touchdown Club, very well deserved. I can't. Uh, we don't have time for me to talk about. I'll tell you all the great things about Caven Call. Let me just say the the young man is 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 a football player. 
I mean, he's an athlete as well. He's one of he's he, we talk about how a Popka has a lot of guys that are not eye test guys. Popka has a lot of guys. You take one look at them, you would never in a million years think they were an outstanding class. Uh, yeah, a, a big big time football uh, football player um, might not even think they even play football. Uh, Popka's got a lot of guys like that that are just great football players, but they don't they're not necessarily good athletes. Great athletes. Kevin Call's a great athlete and a great football player and an eye test guy. Because he's about six four, um, I don't know, weighs two thirty maybe. Uh, not an ounce of fat on him. Um, uh, and but anyway, the point is that the guy is just a leader in all respects. He, he could play multiple positions. He could probably play any position on the field. Essentially, he was in uh, many of the pack. He was the blocking back in the single wing package, and that and the blocking back throws the key block on every play. He made numerous key blocks to win close games. And that's in addition to being an extraordinary defensive player in all aspects of defense, uh, stopping the run, stopping the pass, rushing the passer. Um, and I am convinced, I know, that Caven calls leadership, and by leadership in his case, I mean leadership by example, leadership by getting the job done on the field. That's the kind of leadership that Caven Call brought to the table. And it was the kind of leadership that, was instrumental in Apopka having the success that they had this year. So I want to tell you about, let you know about Kevin Collin. I know that you'll be seeing a lot of him in the next four years, most likely at UCF. Um, Rashad Watson, one of the most outstanding players in Apopka history. Now, this is a guy that was not an eye test guy. This is a guy, if you saw him in the mall, wouldn't even probably think he even played high school football, especially an elite program. This young man, Rashad Watson, was possibly, I haven't sat down and, and analyzed it, but off the top of my head, I would say certainly at the very least one of the most versatile high school players I've ever seen, uh, certainly one of the most versatile Apopka's ever had, and I might even be the most versatile most versatile Apopka's ever had. Uh, starting linebacker where he did an outstanding job. Um, he also ran the ball on, on certain packages on offense. He had great success running the ball, scored some dramatic touchdowns and some long touchdowns running the ball. Um, was probably excelled more than any place else on special teams. Blocked multiple kicks. Uh, also intercepted passes on defense. Recovered fumbles on defense. Uh, scored touchdowns on defense. Uh, any Anything out there on the field, offense, defense, special teams, Rashad Watson was making a huge impact. Malik Nicholson, very similar player to Rashad Watson. His primary position on paper was also linebacker. Rashad Watson, middle linebacker. Malik Nicholson, outside linebacker. However, played multiple positions, ran back kicks, made some outstanding kick returns, uh, ran the ball on offense, um, and played a particularly outstanding game um, during the state championship game. In fact, um, he had played a memorable game in the state championship game, both on his position on defense, especially running the football, where he got much yardage after initial contact, where he got yardage purely on desire. I talked about Apopka running out the, being able to control the football. A big part of that was Malik Nicholson just grinding out yardage on his own. Um, intercepted a key pass in that game. Was all over the field, offense, defense, special teams. Jordan Wright was a special player. In fact, he had one of the best games I've ever seen against Edgewater this year as a receiver and as a defensive back and as a special teams player and a kick returner. Caleb Hicks, I think, I would say probably the most under underappreciated player uh, in Apopka football history, uh, the quote-unquote backup quarterback, and I'll just say it, um, you already know it, I think he should have been playing the starting quarterback. Anyway, Caleb Hicks still was a cru- uh, cru- crucial element of the team this year. Um, and then Lorenzo Payne, uh, played an extraordinary, uh, w- was one of those uh, players, gritty players, who did outstanding work at the other defensive end opposite Caven Call. Well, friends, that's going to be our Blue Dart Sports Central program tonight. I hope you've enjoyed our program, especially the insights of NFL great Rocky Blyer about Hall of Famer Franco Harris passing this week. Thank you for joining us. Have a Merry Christmas. It's the most wonderful time of the With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. AM 950, FM 94.9, Florida's stronger conservative voice. The answer. WORL. Orlando. 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 
News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jason Walker. Suspect arrested in connection with the murders of four University of Idaho students. Moscow, Idaho Police Chief James Fry. Last night, in conjunction with the Pennsylvania State Police, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, detectives arrested 28-year-old Brian Christopher Kohlberger in Albright.